Hello and welcome everybody. My name is Tom Watson and this is Pillar Talk, the podcast produced by the University of Queensland's Politics, Philosophy and Economics Society. Um, I'm here today with the two regular hosts of Pillar Talk, Will Splat and Ollie Friendship. Um, and we're just going to be introducing the podcast, explaining what it's all about, what you can expect and why you should tune in. So um, I guess to start things off, guys, um, why don't you two sort of introduce yourselves and explain why you're interested in doing this thing? Yeah. Um, so hi, everyone. Um, Will. I am in my fourth year of my degree doing PPE, so politics, philosophy, economics. Um, I kind of have a general interest in all three uh, disciplines. And I guess why I'm doing the podcast is because I think podcasts are a really good opportunity to do long-form discussions where we can really get into the nitty-gritty of things, going a lot more in-depth than you would otherwise with like your more traditional media outlets. Yeah, and I'm Oliver Friendship. I'm also a fourth-year PPU student with a major in um, economics. So Will's got no major. I'm majoring in economics. So I kind of come from that background. I kind of got involved, say, with this kind of podcast project that we'll be kind of launching and giving episodes over the coming weeks and months, um, essentially to kind of provide uh, insight for PPU students and the kind of wider community as well to kind of engage with some of the lecturers here at UQ, some people from outside of uh, UQ as well. So just to kind of facilitate interesting discussions that way, in a way, in a medium that isn't available um, in so like a writing format. Per se. So kind of have these long-form discussions, really get inside people's heads. Yeah, nice. And um, I suppose we should probably start off with that. Why, why Pillar Talk? What's behind the name? Well, first of all, Pillar Talk is obviously a fantastically witty play on words <laughs> um, of Pillow Talk. Um, also, never would have guessed. Never would have guessed it. But um, there, there is some more to it than that. We kind of consider uh, PPE, uh, the politics, philosophy, economics, kind of the three pillars holding up the kind of humanities and social sciences, I guess. So there was a bit there. And also the deriving from the UQ PPE Society's logo as well, which is three pillars, kind of representing that, those pillars of politics, philosophy, economics. So that is, is why we are going with the fantastically witty and inventive name. Of pillar talk. Nice. I just noticed that the um, pillars are hierarchical. Which Ooh, one's on top? True. It, it would be economics. Yeah. Debate oh, for all our listeners. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so you've mentioned you're kind of keen to get into long format discussions with academics. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why we're sort of keen to do a podcast as a medium on top of the other publications like statecraft and the statecraft of you that we already do at the society what can listeners expect from those interviews what kind of people are you, are you going to be talking to what kind yeah. of uh interview styles will we both be bringing yeah. to the table so essentially the, the the um people who will be interviewing for the podcast will be lecturers at uq who are related to the courses that pp students will be um familiar with uh, and have to take and also some people from say the wider kind of academic community who we think can value on the top on topics related to, to politics, uh, philosophy, and economics, the kind of style I'm hoping to get is one where we essentially kind of guide the person we're interviewing down a, a certain path, but let them talk about what they actually do necessarily outside of maybe if they're a 
lecturer outside of the classroom in their own kind of academic field so that you can get a broader understanding of what kind of goes on um, for um, lecturers and academics uh, kind of in their own kind of research lives. And then also outside of that, we're also getting like professional economists, um, students that have written for PPE um, in student politics or other kind of relevant people are for um, the disciplines of PPE. Yeah, nice. So kind of open to anyone with interesting yeah. ideas. Anyone who PPA. we believe has a perspective of voice that is interesting and deserves to be listened to. Um, it is a very kind of broad remit, I guess, in that mm. sense. But we, we want to kind of help expose um, our listeners, whether they be PPE students or not, to uh, a wide kind of range of ideas and, and perspectives that they may not have seen before, either in their university studies or, or in their personal reading. So that's kind of a key goal, I guess, is just how exposing our listeners to some very interesting and new perspectives. Mm. And in that, I guess that there will be opportunities for listeners to come on the podcast if they have written an interesting article for Statecraft yeah. or so this, yeah. if they want to guest host and, and speak yeah. to a lecturer. Yeah. Our, our, um, essentially, our, our format's very open. And yeah, there will be a chance that people write for the, the Statecraft magazine, which is obviously um, edited and run by the lovely Tom, who is um, here. An institution of UQ. An institution of UQ PVS, Statecraft magazine. Um, if they have a, a contribution that they want to publish through that, then they can, then there might be an opportunity if it's a particular popular piece or a particularly good piece that they can come on and mm. kind of enter into some further discussion around the themes and concepts yeah. they enter into there. Yeah, because there, there is quite a lot when you do write a piece that gets left mm. out to make it a bit more succinct. Mm. So the podcast kind of allows us to um, obviously talk about the main ideas that are included in the piece, but also the extra bits that... Mm. Um, maybe they considered, but what, but what included in the final yeah. piece. Mm. Yeah. So I guess that's covering sort of the types of content that we're putting out and also a bit of the style that we're doing it. Um, what kind of perspectives are you guys bringing to that as, as hosts? Would you say that you have like differing kind of like ideological biases or like disciplinary models that you, that you view the world through? Yeah, so interesting question. Um, <laughs> I would see myself as having this weird mix of ideologies. I mm. started off university thrilled with Marx. So I've come from a much more left-wing perspective, mm. but I also have great respect for um, like the conservative tradition. So I look to uh, like the father of conservatism, like Burke, um, as a great thinker. And also um, a lesser well-known thinker with, outside of the um, like political science field is Hannah Arendt, um, mm. which kind of privileges uh, politics as the ultimate um, sphere. Um, mm. But I mainly have my interest in philosophy um, and um, less so economics, but I see the power of economics and mm. also the um, how it can be used as argumentation mm. um, for, for bettering society. Yeah. yeah, okay. It's a very interesting question because obviously I think with regards to the podcast, we're trying to keep it, at least from our end, um, quite value neutral, mm. but to, um, to kind of more engage with uh, what the actual person we're interviewing is um, interested in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I think that's, that's a kind of important point to make. But yeah, so just 
on that from say a personal perspective just as a free and open kind of declaration but it's um i come from it from a say great respect for, say, for institutions so a lot of my um own mm. personal kind of thinking and thought and my approach to pp e relates to the kind of thinkers who privilege the the role and ability and kind of inherent utility in in institutions so whether that's someone say like douglas north or and like will was mentioning kind of burke as well and also roger scruton so i think that's kind of if i had to drill it down into something personally that would be my personal take but i say with regards to um uh what how we actually do it when we're interviewing somebody is it's kind of let them talk but we've obviously kind of perturbed them with our own little um, comments here and there to to kind of answer yeah, that's, further discussion. That great respect for institutions is something mm. that I really value about the conservative tradition. And it's something that opened up a lot of insights for me anyway when looking at um, policy and how to go forward. So, yeah, mm. I, I, I agree with um, Ollie in that regard. Yeah, mm. absolutely. What about you, Tom? So how will you ideologically spin the podcast? Thomas, yeah. <laughs> Tom is in charge of the edit, so it's yeah. a very, very important <laughs> Yeah, the true. For the, for the regular podcast, it'll be um, Will and I, and Tom is the behind-the-scenes wizard who shall be editing and publishing and all of this other very important activities. Yeah, so exciting. I have full censorship capabilities. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I intend cut to out whatever I don't like. Yeah, good question. I began my introduction to uh, PPA probably through discussions of philosophy, um, and that was very much like sort of analytical philosophy, uh, privileging logic, reason. Um, philosophy of religion was a bit of an early interest of mine, but equally I, I always thought a lot about politics um, and definitely came from, you know, classic kind of tazzy, green, hippie kind of background. Um, but my journey uh, through PPE has been kind of just a gradual discovery of uh, more and more nuance and less and less certainty about those base intuitions that I do have. The, um, the world's a bit more complex than you first think. You know, yeah. First it, year. Yeah. 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 So it's only first year PPE students um, listening to it. Um, yeah. Don't be surprised if you undergo at least three ideological revolutions <laughs> yeah. in the next few years. Yeah. Um, it's, it'd be weird if you didn't um, yeah i've shifted yeah. towards a neoliberal technocratic view of the world with economics at the top i've shifted towards a a much more leftist view um In and chronological order like <laughs> is that a chronological yeah. order uh partly um I, I was quite influenced early on in my thinking by um sam harris podcast and, and those mm. kind of uh kind of centrist liberal views which uh, do have a, a fair bit of technocratic bent to them. Mm. Um, but studying PPE and engaging with those ideas has yeah. um, definitely helped me understand the role of, as you guys have been talking about, institutions on the one hand and identity on the other one. Yeah. Um, and I've ended up yeah. without a distinct sense of self on the political compass. Yeah. Tom is a, a political schizophrenic without a home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that, that um, resonates a lot with me. Like, it feels though I am very much on the left, but I also have these, like, right-wing mm. um, schizophrenic outbreaks. <laughs> <laughs> but the right-wing ring is a schizophrenic. Well, but... Um, <laughs> 
like I think my ideological transformation when I came in um, was socialist. Mm. Then I became libertarian, mm-hmm. and now I'm a little bit in between. Um, how have you undergone your transformation throughout the degree? Um, <laughs> ah, I, this man is consistent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this consistent. man is a conservative through and through. No, no, institutionalist. Come on, it's <laughs> a nice frame. Yeah, it's a no, that's a nice um, polite term. Polite term. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I've probably become a little bit more maybe entrenched in that. Mm, the time, which has been yeah, it's probably not, probably not the usual experience. Mm. But um, yeah, I, I probably I've, I've never really been anything vastly different to that, I guess. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so I guess in terms of what this means for Pillar Talk, for the podcast, um, obviously we all take our own mm. worldviews and perspectives into things and, and you can't get rid of that frame through which you would view the world. Um, but in terms of our sort of our institutional values, um, mm. Pillar Talk, much like statecraft, uh, is a place for free expression of thought yeah. and ideas. That and was, it's about discovering ideas. Yeah, that's something that we all kind of agree on when we kind of started mm. this project was about getting different people on board who did, had varying opinions and, and literally let them speak. Mm. Um, mm. People kind of hold a utility in that kind of free expression of ideas. Um, and so that's essentially the, pur- the purpose of what this um, podcast is going to be. Mm. Um, it's kind of a, a guiding goal as well. Mm. Yeah, and I guess like um, another thing with the, like the podcast is it's mainly actually like a learning experience for like I'd say the main thing for me anyway. Like Tom and Ollie can speak for themselves, but um, is that I just want to learn as much from like these academics and other guests that we have on as possible, considering it is like. So it's me and Ollie's last year, so we're just trying to milk every bit of the degree as we can. Yeah, and um, I think a part of that is that we probably will make mistakes during the podcast because we are kind of going off the, off the cuff, but we will work to rectify those things. And um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that will be part of my role as a producer as well, is to come in as editor cut out our long pauses, cut out our particularly controversial uh, comments made by some guests, perhaps, or Will, <laughs> oh, or Ollie, um, <laughs> yeah. and keep things sort of nice and neat for your lovely listening ears. Yeah, um, yeah which, which is a job that Will and I don't en- envy of Tom's, <laughs> is, to, yeah. is to keep the pair of us and yeah. our guests on track to make sure that you have the best listening experience yeah, like, I don't listening think, yeah. to Pillar Talk I don't think we'll have yeah I think we'll have quite a few mistakes and factual errors yeah. but we will do our best yeah so that's probably a good time to mention how the sort of typical episode structure will work um, so they'll mostly be this kind of sort of loose interview style chat that we're having now um, but typically a, a bit more structured than this perhaps um, and they'll kick off with just a brief introduction from myself, and then you'll, you'll be listening to Ollie and Will interview our guest um, and chat for an extended period of time. Yeah. Um, and at the end of that chat, uh, we're hoping I'll come in again uh, with a sort of post-production... Commentary. 
commentary and fact check of the episode. Mm. So um, any spurious kind mm. of factual claims that are made, <laughs> yeah. any any outrageous arguments that are made, <laughs> I'll come in and sort of uh, present uh, what the sort of general consensus is on that topic and maybe clarify the PFU Society's position on that as well. Mm. Um, that's probably also a, a good time to say that uh, this is going to be a format where we're hosting guests' ideas and uh, yeah. the fact that we platform a certain person doesn't necessarily mean that we endorse their views, mm. um, either as individuals or as the PPE Society, um, but what we're trying to do is make those ideas accessible, bring them into the light mm. and uh, encourage yeah, it's, discussion. It's, yeah, it's all about encouraging discussion. This is a medium through which we can get um, people who are maybe have an, in, an interesting take or a view on, on some issue to kind of express it. Um, obviously, they don't always represent the views necessarily of the society or any of its, its hosts, but we still think these are views that are worth worth your attention and kind of get our um, in, in interviewees to kind of come on and give their position so that you can make your mind up for yourself as to your views on uh, your, your own position regarding what where they stand on issues. Yeah, and I also kind of hope that, like, our views on certain things change with the podcast... Um, like having say quote unquote experts like you'd kind of hope that you have like some form of like flexibility and maybe you have maybe like putting forward criticisms towards them that in our heads were valid but when they're actually spoken aren't actually that valid so um, like yeah I guess I guess it's like like again a learning experience so, yeah, I think that's essentially just a brief introduction to what Pillar Talk is all about. Um, we'll be dropping a few podcasts soon. Um, first one coming up with Al Stark, the um, fantastic Scottish <laughs> lecturer of Polls 3102, which is something that all PP students have to do. Um, so we'll be talking to him about um, deliberative democracy and crisis management in liberal mm. um, societies. That's the kind of main topic. And on and also the end, institutional just, amnesia. Institutional amnesia, of course. True. How did I forget? Uh, and in true to form, what we'll do, um, uh, say at the end of every podcast, is we'll also ask our, our guest to basically name a book that we believe that everyone mm. should read and why. With that in mind, and to end this kind of introductory episode, we'll go around and see, ask everyone to, to name a book. You just see eyes of absolute fright from Will and I here. Yeah. Like deer in headlights. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't read enough. That's the problem. I've struggled to read a single book cover to cover since I started PPE. Me too. Um, Yeah. Like you you read excerpts and I feel like I've read Hobbes. I haven't read Hobbes. I've read like... (laughs) If if you've read Hobbes, like... If anyone's read Hobbes cover to cover, please (laughs) Please come come to PPE Society to collect your free prize, (laughs) which will be the entire society bank account. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, It it, it depends on the, obviously, the subject area that you're looking into, but mm. I found the most insightful book that I ever read for political philosophy was um, Hannah Arendt's uh, Human Condition... Mm. Um, her because she included rights and servitism, but also talking about Marxism as well. So, if you were to go into political philosophy, then that mm. it was the most insightful and kind of the wool over my eyes almost just came off, and I was like, I see now. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So, 
Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess I'll go with something a bit more accessible. Um, so a, a bit of a theme that crops up throughout PPE is intellectual history and history of thought. Mm. One, one very accessible book which kind of gives you a bit of the perspective that comes from understanding history of political thought, um, Yuval Noah Harari's Sapiens. Mm. Like it, it's obviously one man's perspective and it's a, a massive topic area. So I'm in no way endorsing this as you know, a, a true history of humanity as the subtitle of the book might suggest. But it's a really nice and very well-written piece that does sort of give you a lot of perspective when it comes to understanding how ideas change over time. Um, he, in particular, sort of frames most human ideas as, or ideologies as religions. Mm-hmm. Um, and the framing of science as just one of many ways of viewing the world. Um, one of many religions uh, was impactful for me early on in my sort of very analytical philosophy days. Um, the framing of liberalism as one of many humanist religions, again, sort of puts things in perspective and the sort of long-term history view helps with that as well. Mm. And Ollie? So, yeah, I, I'd have to go true to, true to form okay. um, <laughs> with Douglas C. North's Institutions, Institutional Change and Economic Performance. Kind of, it was the founding text for um, kind of the institutionalism in basically economics, but mm-hmm. also into politics, with some very kind of justifying um, the uses, purposes, and, and a, an effect of institutions, but also delving into what they mean, um, how they act, how they operate, and it also has some very interesting asides in there as well, related to things like the, the purposes of ideology, as well as basically uh, understands it as a shorthand way of conceiving of the world because obviously we end up with a lot of information mm. and data to us for the way of interpreting it. That's kind of why there is an allure to ideology. So it touches on some interesting areas mm. from outside of that as well. It's actually only quite a short book, dense, yeah, right. dense book, but it is a short book. So I say if anyone is interested in that institutional thinking, that's the like mm. foundation short book. text. Yeah. Short books are good. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Here we are making our long podcast saying, <laughs> saying succinctness is important. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't, in, yeah, as a general note, I don't think Will's ever been succinct in his life. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> All right. So we just yeah. like to just remind everyone that UQPBS Pillar Talk will be our podcast series that will be dropping episodes um, next coming weeks and months. And to expect an incoming episode from the fantastic Al Stark soon. So we hope you'll listen to that. And yeah. Tune in next time. Pillar Talk is published by Statecraft, the publications branch of the University of Queensland Politics, Philosophy and Economic Society. It is produced by Will Splatt and co-produced and edited by me, Tom Watson. Our music was created by the PPA Society's very own Isaac Haynes. Thanks for listening.